Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about troublemakers and villains. We're covering stories from across the spectrum, from women who made good trouble to women who thrived in illicit industries to villains in the truest sense of the word. All of the women we're covering had a major impact on the societies in which they lived. Women, like men, have played good and bad roles in human history. To gloss over women who we may find less than inspiring is to accept a diminished and inaccurate place in the historical record. If you're listening with young children, you may want to sit this one out. Today we're traveling into the lavish environment created by Mina and Ada Everly. Mina and Ada, born Mina and Ada Sims, were from Greene County, Virginia. Their parents, George Warren Montgomery and Virginia Madison Sims, had seven children. Ada was born in 1864, and her sister Mina followed two years later. Mina and Ada's mother died when they were young, and the family lost much of its wealth during the Civil War. When they could no longer pay their taxes, they lost their plantation too. In the 1880s, there's evidence that Ada, Mina, and their sisters traveled around as a singing troupe to earn money. They performed throughout the East Coast and Midwest, accompanying themselves with a guitar. By 1887, the sisters were in New Orleans, performing in risque acts. Ada and Mina were secretive about a lot of their history. They lied about their ages and made up stories about their childhoods and relationships. So not much is really known about Mina and Ada's early life. At some point, they ended up in Omaha, Nebraska, where they changed their last name to Everly. The name came from the way their grandmother signed her letters, Everly Yours. The sisters opened their first brothel in Omaha in 1895, and another a few years later. But these ventures weren't enough to keep them there, and they set their eyes on a richer city, Chicago. Mina and Ada arrived in the Windy City in 1899 and bought a 50-room mansion from another madam. The doors to their new venture, the Everly Club, opened on February 1st of the new century. It was situated in Chicago's Levy District, a notorious neighborhood of crime and vice. The Everly Club soon became the most famous brothel in America. The Gold Room housed a $15,000 gold-leaf piano, gold-rimmed fish bowls, and gilded furniture. Tapestries, fresh flowers, and live piano music adorned the establishment and created what the customers came back for, ambiance. Steam heated the house in winter and fans cooled it in summer. The club employed two dozen maids and cooks. Gourmet meals included lobster, pheasants, fried oysters, deviled crabs, pecans, and bonbons. There were three different orchestras, and music constantly played. Labels would take advantage of the opportunity to publicize new songs by having them played at the Everly Club. Employees were nicknamed the Everly Butterflies, and Mina and Ada had strict rules for them. The girls needed to be 18, and they needed to have regular doctor checkups. They had to be in good health and look good in evening clothes. The girls had to be graceful, well-read, and able to converse on many subjects with their clients. Chosen butterflies had to take courses in culture and manners before starting work. 
if the employees used drugs, they'd be fired. In addition to rules for the girls, the Everly sisters also had rules for the club. No pimps, no panderers, no men without checkbooks, no parents eager to sell off their daughters. The Everly Club became legendary. Local newspaper reporters spent so much time there that the copy desk took to calling the club when news broke. Other clients included famous actors, boxers, and foreign dignitaries. On a busy night, the Everly sisters could make as much as $5,000, and the Everly butterflies could make $100 to $400 a week, an incredible salary at the time. But it didn't last. Reformers had been trying to shut down the Vice District, and eventually they succeeded. Mayor Carter Harrison Jr. ordered the Everly Club to be closed on October 24, 1911. The city let the club through a one last party, and it was a record breaker. Mina was 45 years old, and Ada was 47 when they retired with around a million dollars each. They traveled Europe for a while before settling in the Upper East Side of New York City. They changed their names to Lester, started the Lester Poetry Circle, and joined women's organizations. Mina died in 1948 at the age of 82. After her sister's death, Ada moved to Charlottesville and died there in 1960. She was 95 years old. All month, we're talking about troublemakers and villains. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.